I've always wanted to write sort of a cabaret evening of songs from the worst musicals never written. <laughs> like, I actually wrote a whole Helen Keller <laughs> oh my God. song. I can only imagine. <laughs> yes. Yes, you can only imagine. Oh, God. It's called Wawa. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wawa, the Helen Keller story. Look at Ma, can you believe her? She done beat that scarlet fever. <laughs> and, then, and then it's the climax of the, of the musical I can see for miles. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I don't have no. to go ripping off other people's material. Yeah. It is a goal. I, I do want to eventually write a musical. I don't know if it would be any good. It's just a goal. See, I figure if you only have to write one song from the worst musical, it's much easier. You're right. You're right. That's really the way to go. We're in Hollywood. Hollywood. Jollywood. Where there's a Ralph's every couple of blocks. I wonder if I'm the Ralph's in the Big Lebowski <laughs> where he pays for the milk with a check. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ralph's. So we went um, to Los Angeles recently and played at the Hollywood Bowl twice in one week. It was super awesome. It's this amazing outdoor venue, this great amphitheater. Um, and, you know, we played with all these really, really great L.A. players. Um, Los Angeles is kind of a funny place for me um, personally and professionally. Um, like I tried to move there at one point and it was like embarrassingly brief and just like went generally pretty terribly. Um, I did a lot of things like not the right way. A lot of things had to go right and they didn't go right, mostly because I was ignorant. But um, and then I ended up going back to Chicago and it was all fine. Obviously, things worked out. I have now returned to L.A. with the Who. So like things went okay. Every time I see a coffee bean and tea leaf, I feel triggered. From LA? Yes. <laughs> did you just spend some miserable time here? Yes, I did, and I worked at a coffee bean and tea leaf. <laughs> Ooh. It I was, didn't know that fact of it. Yes. I was, I mean, I, I like, I was in train, I was still like in training when I left LA. And I believe they still owe me money. I don't know where that check went. I'll go after him. They certainly weren't uh, paying me fast enough. You get me on it. <laughs> One of the things that was actually going on while we were in California was um, uh, some forest fires. Um, you know, obviously California has a lot of uh, a lot of trouble with forest fires, and um, and a lot you just a lot of things always going on in nature. We already lost one flute player to forest fires. What? Oh no. Is he okay? Yeah, did you, I mean like. I'm mean, not lost as in dead. Right. Lost, like, lost as in. Like needs she has to, to protect, like can't get here. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have a girlfriend in um, San Fernando, and she said it's pretty hairy. Yikes. So I uh, managed to get in a couple more interviews um, with some of the crew members, our hardworking crew, um, while we were in catering for dinner, the catering tent. Um, there were so many guests, uh, like people people with the tour bringing in a lot of guests from the Los Angeles area. Just, it's a big city, a lot of guests. Um, so catering was super crowded. So apologies for like lots of background noise. Jack, Jack, Jack. Oh my God, that's too much. Okay, I'm actually gonna turn the level down a little bit. Jack, 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 all right. Well, how long have you how long have you been working with the Who? Uh, I started in 2016 for Desert Trip. Okay. That was my first show. Excellent. Okay. Um, and so, like, when you're when you get like to the venue on a show day, like, what is your how do, how does your day get rolling? What does it look like? I come in. About, fir- about what time? About. On a on a on a long day it's six thirty. On a on a day with no PA, it's eight thirty. Uh-huh. And the first thing I do is I dump all the control gear, okay. which is all the sound consoles and all the stage patching and all the snakes that run all the power and signal for all the sound stuff. And then uh, I also have some wardrobe on my truck. Mm-hmm. And then I have uh, all the front of house lighting equipment. Okay. So I dump all that and I make it go where it needs to go. Okay. You disappear it. Yes. <laughs> I, I distribute it. And you, and a lot of, I mean, you interact with uh, a lot names. of the music. Well, and you interact with a lot of the musicians more than some of the other people do. Yes. As well. Just yes. because you're running around like futzing with people's microphones and stuff. Yes. Once, yeah, once all the orchestra gets there. I have to talk to all the orchestra people and make sure that the mic placements are correct on all their instruments and and or they're playing towards the the microphones. So like don't, you're like please don't face completely away from yeah, the microphone. Yeah, don't 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 blow your horn away from the right. microphone. Do people ever like give you flack? Only the cello player. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, at, in the beginning, before I knew everything, mm-hmm. like every, where all the placements were, right. when I was a little shy and standoffish, uh-huh. people did not give me flack. But now that I'm more... Now that you're more assertive about what needs to happen and where things I get more flack, it seems like. like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. People are also just very defensive of their instruments. And, and I think yes. also we're sort of like... As like when you're sort of like if you've been like conservatory trained and that kind of yeah. thing, it's almost for some reason we're sort of. I know, to I know all those privileged types. It's sort of, yeah, <laughs> I know. we're the worst. J- um, Jk. Uh, they, it's like you're sort of taught that you're almost. It's like drilled into you that your instrument is like a like a delicate yeah. flower that cannot be breathed that, on. Right. Right. I mean, I understand some people also have very old instruments, so they really well, have to be. Well, and I do understand. I mean. Right. I was a musician you as totally, a younger age. Right, exactly. You totally understand. People yes. people are just always ready to be defensive of their instruments and right. are assuming that you don't necessarily like understand. Right. But I do 
I do feel that like if you play an instrument ever in an outdoor environment, yeah. you have to be prepared for your instrument to be either humid or really hot or like that's just something that I feel like all all musicians across the board should know and put that in their brain. I feel like I feel like a lot of classical trained musicians don't get that yeah so. on the other hand there are some people who show up and are like really game to like do anything and yeah. like have a pickup and that sort oh, of thing oh yeah so yeah and there, like, yeah there's some people cool. yeah like but see like i found out like some of the stand-up bass people mm-hmm. like they play stand-up bass and rock band like rockabilly mm-hmm. bands mm-hmm. but they're playing their their same instrument yeah so yeah. well and also i feel like i I've, I'm, I've ended up being friends with a lot of bass players and I feel like the whole culture around like their instrument and how they treat it is just like way more open to like doing like doing different things with your instrument and not necessarily thinking that like if you breathe on it it's gonna fall apart correct I'm generalizing but yes. yeah anyway um what have some of the challenge oh so we're at Hollywood Bowl right now and what have, what have some of the challenges been here for you in particular? Actually, actually it's been, it been the okay? least the least least challenging gig so wow. far of our entire tour. Jesus, sorry. Yeah. Maybe because I had my my awesome assistants, Tom Lawn and Sean Tingle. Wow, we're really plugging <laughs> We'll get to them. Yeah, maybe days. they'll give you an interview when their mouths later. aren't full and they're not wearing sunglasses inside. Um, <laughs> all right, thanks, Switzer. Dear Daniel, tell us about yourself. Um, five foot nine. Okay. <laughs> Brunette. Um, probably about two and a half stone overweight, which doesn't really help that much. <laughs> Wait, I always, I also forget, like, what's a, what's a stone? What do you? What does that mean? Stone. Stone. Like what? Um, what is that? Like in pounds. Fourteen pounds. Oh, exactly. And I weigh fifteen. <laughs> fifteen stone. That is a lot. Times that by fourteen. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna try to do that. It doesn't matter. It is far too overweight to be a drum tech, which is what I do. Thank you for coming back around to the point. I was not trying to get you to talk about it. He's interviewing himself. I think if somebody somebody was trying to get me to talk about my weight on an interview, I would be very, very crusty. I think the listeners would be into that. I mean, okay. Uh, (laughs) So, how you... Wait. How long have you been... How you... Wait. I know. (laughs) How, How long have you been working with The Who? Uh, on and off. On and off. Yeah. For a while. Yeah, about three years. Oh, okay. Excellent. And so you're, so you're drum teching um, for Zach Starkey, sort of. Well, on yeah. this on this go, you're drum teching for Zach. I am indeed. Um, what that you? is the only thing I do, by the way. I don't do any other jobs. You do no on this tour. Oh, right. I only do the drum teching. Okay. Um, what are some of the challenges of this gig that you run into? Challenges. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> catering. To be honest, I, I mean, not that much to do with the drums. Oh, okay. Is it more just like with touring life in general? Uh, perhaps more. more uh, everything's electronic on, yeah. on this with the drums, so which is abnormal. It's not normal. Yeah. 
So it's stuff like like today. The sun shining yeah. in all day, you know, and like liquid electronics don't like that and start becoming very temperamental, all milk? that kind of thing. More more so that kind of thing, I'd say. Um, yeah, no, nothing, I mean, it's actually, it's essentially easier, like, being electronic. It's yeah. kind of, everything just plugs in. I don't have to tune anything. Oh, right. I didn't I think about that. Just turn it on. Yeah, it's um, wild. Like, this is definitely my first experience, like, playing with, not that I'm playing them, but, like, playing no, alongside, like, electronic yeah. But, yeah, I mean, for you, for, you know, for the orchestra, it's pretty amazing. You know, it's silent. Like, there's, there's nothing... You don't. Yeah, I mean, otherwise you would literally be getting just yeah. obliterated by symbols. I already, I already feel like it's a weird sound sometimes. Like if, you, like if I didn't have the ears in, I would the guy that everyone says that like it's like yeah, yeah, it's odd. It is odd. But yeah, I mean, you know, I don't really come across any and nothing that springs to mind that that I would definitely know as as a challenge. Well, Putting up with the orchestra. Yeah, we're the most challenging. That's, that's, if I was taking a poll across the board, people are like, the orchestra yeah. is the worst. Um, I mean, I, it, it means that we have to come in early, so may, maybe that, you know, I actually have to work a few more hours, you know, boo hoo. Um, but, uh, yeah, other than that, that nothing really. Good that it's like overall like a relatively painless game. really good at making. Except for when you like get ill. I would say. I mean, how about you? How how's you know trials and tribulations? What's? I I have a gig like that's you know I have a gig and somebody feeds me and puts me up in hotels like I don't have a lot to complain about. Yeah, <laughs> I pretty much sort of approach it the same way. To be fair. You know, I could be back in the bakery. Or, uh, you know, I could be doing the paper rounds still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you wait? But did you actually work in a bakery? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Really? Well, I mean, this is when I was like, this, that was my first official job. Oh, it was job. like one of your first. Okay. Right. Yeah, we're not talking like the last few years. Uh, what's the other actor that you uh, drum tech for? Uh, Sam Smith. That's right. And all the men Yeah, I do work for them as well. Yeah, they're, they're probably my three. Definitely of late in the last four or five years. They've been the heavy rotations, I'd say. That's definitely kept me busy. You were on that tour life. Sorry? You were on that tour life. Sorry. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that is my life, basically. Or it has been my life. I'm trying to uh, wean myself off it, really. It's hard to do, and it's hard, like, when you're like, yes, I'm going to live a real life. Not that this is a real life, but I'm going to live, like, at, in, a, in one place for a while and yeah. have my people in my places, and then somebody calls you up and is like, hey, do you want to, like, make regular I basically just want to, I, I still want to do touring, but I just want to do less. I want to get paid more money to do less work. There you go. That's <laughs> That's the formula. That is the formula. Yes. Yes. I, I, I found it out, but I haven't got it yet. So, uh, Let me know how that goes. Yeah, I mean, if I can work six months of the year and then just sort of sit at home for six months. Work, get paid for 12 months. That, that that would be fantastic. Yeah, let everyone know when you figured out how to do that. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, Dan. So I'm not really so good with like schmoozing and stuff, um, doing uh, like after party kind of things after the show. A lot of times I'll just kind of, um, you know, finish doing the orchestra books with Katie 
and um and then after that like you know getting myself like you know all ready to go and then uh, a lot of times i'll just hang out in the production office it's gonna be jet blue i'm trying to learn how to imitate chopper's accent it's very difficult yeah it's new zealand where's old zealand there's <laughs> <laughs> fucking old Zealand. Was there an old Zealand? No, it's new Zealand. Well, it's only ever new. There's New South Wales and there's an old South Wales. Yeah, but there is there an old Zealand? Oh, there's a Zealand. Is there a Zealand? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I love that one. New Zealand. <laughs> fucking with the American, that's all. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, we got England and we got New England. You know, this should say uh, new and improved Amsterdam England, and New Amsterdam. Oh wait, no, improved? that's a record label. It should say new and improved England, not just New England. <laughs> <laughs> Newer and crankier England. Newer and yeah, yeah. bad driver Crankier England. England, come on. <laughs> Newer and crab-eating England. England. I still can't. Uh, and a lot of times, what happens is, you know, we end up kind of rehashing some of the things that happened during the course of the show. Yeah, it wasn't because I made a, a massive fucking error. I mean, it was a complete clangor. Yeah. And then I I couldn't figure out what was wrong. And then I remembered that I the guitar that I gave him was in a completely different tuning. And I was like, Did you see him because we got it live on video. He's going because I could hear it, and I was yeah. like, and I almost said to him, Are you playing it right? Oh. Jesus Christ! But <laughs> <laughs> I thought, no, I mustn't oh, say that. That would have been a bad move. I stopped. I, I, I stopped myself from saying. I looked at his fingers, and he was going like this, and I was going, yeah. And I almost went, are you playing it right? Oh. But I just thought, no, that's the wrong thing yeah, to say. The guy that wrote the song. A lot of times at the end of a show, um, production will get uh, some food for the crew, which like absolutely deserved. Um, they work really, really long hours, much longer and harder hours than I do, truthfully. Truthfully. When he hit it, because I had it cranked in my ear. Guys. I know. You guys earned your burgers. There might be um, there might be one left over. You can have my burgers. No, no. I'm not gonna take your burger chops. Yeah, I don't need a burger. Nobody needs a burger, but like also they need a burger. <laughs> but also everybody needs a burger. I don't need a burger right now. Are you sure? I'm sure. I need a burger to soak up some wild turkey, so I I might take you up on that. Have my burger. Thanks for listening, and uh, our next episode is going to be our Pacific Northwest shows in Seattle and Vancouver, so uh, check back soon.